Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where I ask children fun, interesting, and challenging questions that develop their creativity, their critical thinking, their resilience, and many other key skills in just 10 minutes. Hi, my name's Coven, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it will be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids be happy and successful. So if you're a parent who wants to develop these in your child to help them be more creative, to improve their critical thinking, be more resilient, to develop them into a great leader and be empathetic to others, well, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I'll be talking to lots of different children, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. You can find every question I use in the Kid Coach app, downloadable from your usual app store, so you can take the same approach with your children at home. Or visit our website, www.kidcoach.app. Let's get started. This week, we build the skill of critical thinking. There's so much information and disinformation out there. Today, the skill is about searching, interpreting, and challenging what we find on Google. In an age where ready-made answers are so common, it's helpful to instill in our children an ability to solve problems themselves, evaluating pros and cons, and quizzing many solutions until they're fully satisfied. I'll be talking to 11-year-old Jay to build this skill. So let's listen in to the conversation. Okay, Jay, so I have a question here for you on critical thinking. And the question is, how would you stop kids in some countries going hungry? How would you stop kids in some countries going hungry? Okay, so... So I would to get food you would need money and for the money to get all the way across the world you need a charity to do that. So the way to get money would be to So I'm basically going with the same strategy as last week, but this time it's not to create £100 for myself. It's basically to create the highest amount of money for the charity. So it's just that, so that the charity can 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 spend the money to get food all the way all the way across the world. Okay, so I like it. You've given me a bit of a, a framework there so I can see your plan. So you're saying... Well, look, we need money to buy food for these kids and I'm going to help charities raise this money. Yeah. So So how do you do that? So I think I'm going to run. um, I think I'm going to run 10K in... um, 
in in five days. So that means two k um in one day. So mm-hmm. that and and each day I'm I'm gonna get people to sponsor me so that I can get the money rolling in and then I can send that off to the charity mm-hmm. to 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 stop the children from getting hungry. Okay, great. So I think that would do a really good job. Um, you know, you are there personally running a raise, you're raising money for charity, um, and that money would be, you know, sent over to that, that country uh, to help those kids who, who need food. Um, but let's really push the thinking now, okay? Because charities, I, I can understand why charities came to mind because uh, they're so front of mind for us, aren't they? So they're so the kind of the usual thing that we think about when we want to help people. Um, but let's think really critically here, right? How how else, charities aside, yeah, how else can we help these kids have more food to eat in some of these poorer countries? Um, you could you could give them the food yourself so 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 you could you could you could mm-hmm. you could you, you you could ask for a plane um and, and then you could like make you could make like a hundred sandwiches um in like three days and then and then you would you pack them all into like um plastic bags into into like um a couple of suitcases and then and then you bring it all the way to Africa and mm-hmm. then give the kids um give the villagers the food okay okay so i like that so you're now talking about creating your own food and get it getting it sent across to let's let's say africa as our case study um okay so this is good. Let's um, let's keep thinking creatively and, and critically. So we talked about raising money to give to a charity to do the work. We talked now about making food ourselves and getting it shipped over or flown over or something. Um, how how else? How else? Um, and maybe think about you know there is food in these countries to begin with, right? There is. Um, there's, there's either kind of lots of food that the rich people in those countries are eating or there's lots of crops that are being grown um, that need a bit more help getting to people to eat. Or, you know, if, if you just had to help, put it this way, if you had to help the country uh, feed its kids a bit better itself, right? Not by giving them money, and not by flying in food, but if you had to help them do their job a little bit better like how would you help them i would i would um i would give them uh, i i i would i i i would give them tips on on like on like on like how to and like how to make the, to like 
how how to make their crops grow faster. So to hmm. so so that the quicker um the crops grow, um the the less time they have the 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 less time they have to wait to eat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like that. So you would coach them, you'd consult with them, you give them some tips about how to generate more food themselves and quicker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good, good. What else? What else? You know, and maybe it helps to think about the root cause of all of this, right? I mean, why are these kids hungry? What's going on? What's the problem at the heart of all of this that you could then think about how to help to fix? What do you think is going on, Jay? Why, why are these kids in, let's say, Africa? Why, why are these kids in Africa? Why are there some kids in Africa hungry? Because, because, because I think the village is like using, the village is using, um, the village is using the money for other things. So like, instead of like food, so, 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 so I think they're like using it for unnecessary things. Um, like, yeah, like, what makes you say that? Um, because, because, because I think all the villages have enough money, but but they're just spending it on unnecessary things like like statues, or or, or like better better houses, which I, which I think is is necessary, but they're. But but they might be spending, uh, but they might be spending like uh, a bit too much of the money on there because because they've got like a because they've got like a hundred kids, um, in the village and 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 uh, and and they're already spending it on on unnecessary things rather than food. Right, right, and. And I don't, I don't know if you're right or not, but that's certainly a hypothesis, right? It's, it's definitely something that could be happening. Perhaps yeah. these villages aren't spending their money as efficiently as they could. Um, I mean, but but why? You know, like it, it seems odd to me that somebody would say, "I I will let these hundred kids go hungry because I want a statue." You know, it sort of it doesn't make sense. To me, like I wonder, I wonder what's going on there. If if that is going on, why why is that happening? Mm. Mm. Well, I think. Well, actually, I I don't think they're spending it on statues. I, I think they're spending it on like the 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 children's education because 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 I because I think they thought um education is 
is is better than education is is better than 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 just than 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 having food and no education yeah although you can't educate somebody if they're hungry right yeah and this by the way this is a difficult problem right this is a difficult problem to solve right and there's no way yeah. we're going to solve it in a 10 minute chat but I think it's an incredibly good case study to talk about because it really helps us think in quite a worldly way about, you know, how the problems our governments have to deal with and the world has to deal with and and how we can think through it. And, you know, so initially you talked about charity, right? Which makes a ton of sense. Charities do good work. Let's help raise more money for charity. But what I really like, Jay, is that when I pushed you to say, well, how else? How else, right? That's when you start to getting a bit more creative, right? About making food to send ourselves. And then we thought about, well, specifically in the country, what's going on? How can we help them do it better themselves? So you talked about giving them tips on growing better crops and quicker crops. But I kept I kept asking you why as well, right? Why, but why, but why? And, and that is also a really great question to always ask yourself if you're trying to figure out what's the root cause of this problem. Kids are going hungry. <clears throat> Why? Why? Like, what's going on? Is it that they don't have enough money? Well, it sounds like no, they do, but maybe it's not being used as efficiently as possible. Maybe, maybe with these statues, or maybe with education, or maybe, maybe it's being spread too thin, or maybe it's not being. It doesn't re- get to the households that need it the most. There could be a multitude of things, but it really pays to keep asking why. Right. But why is this a problem? But why is this a problem? Because if we're going to help, we want to make sure we're helping fix the underlying problem. Not just the the thing that we see on the surface. Yeah. Do you think that one day this is a problem that can be fully solved? Uh, no kids going hungry in any country around the world. Can this be fully solved one day, do you think? Mm, I think so. Yeah, why is that? Um, because, because if you, if you just, it, it, because, because, because like Britain and, and most of the other wealthy countries, they um um we 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 have tons of money left um that that that's going to waste so so just so just why not why not why 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 not use it on um mm-hmm. the 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 hungry children of the world if you if you probably combined the money from like Britain, from the UK, America, they'll mm. probably have enough money to um to feed the rest of to feed to feed the hungry people for right for probably the rest of the year maybe. Right, right. Yeah, you make a really good observation there, Jay which is that wealth is skewed across the world in the UK, the US, 
other Western economies. We all have actually a lot of money in comparison to some of those poorer countries, let's say in Africa, as an example. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, I, I saw a data point the other day, which said that um, in the, you know, everybody in the UK or the US is in the top 1% of uh, wealth across the world. Right. So if you took everybody in the entire world and you looked at the, the richest 1%, they would be in the UK, the US, all these Western economies. And I'm sure a lot of people in the UK and the US, et cetera, don't consider themselves to be very rich for the country. But compared to some of those countries out in Africa, actually, we're all super, super rich. We're in the top 1%, which just illustrates how skewed some of the wealth is. And so I really like that. Um, philosophy that you seem to have jay right that uh, there is wealth and it's skewed and if we did more to spread it out then perhaps we could solve these problems one day like kids going hungry in some countries in the world yeah. good stuff jay well done So there you have it. What a great conversation that was filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or to search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.